0: What is up, my lovely, lovely podcast listeners? This is your host, Rafael Matuszewski, and I'm pumped because it's Wednesday and I don't have a migraine. I'm gonna start giving uh, updates to everyone on a weekly basis if I get a migraine on a Wednesday. But really strange. I was fighting one off yesterday on a Tuesday, which hasn't happened in a very, very long time. But anyway, little tangent over. Um, I want to get into this next topic because I was chatting with one of my clients, and or some, I can't remember who it was, but we were talking about nutrition, and. They were telling me that they had a friend that, you know, started some nutrition coaching or something or saw a naturopath and they had to write one of those, like, food journals. And, you know, I haven't seen this in a long time because most people have been, you know, pretty good. But it's like the person on a five-day... Um, review of what they ate on a daily basis literally didn't eat one vegetable Um, barely drank any water like their water consumption came from coffees and teas and barely any protein and then like junk food like you know pops and chips and all the shit that we shouldn't really be eating on a daily basis was primarily their food intake. And that same person says the thing that I always bring up on my show, which is, I eat pretty good. Like, at a certain point, like, that's just straight up denial, right? But we also gotta understand that this person probably doesn't have the skill set to eat like a full grown adult right Um, but again like our environment doesn't support us to succeed in anything to do with nutrition but sometimes you know people will fall into habits and what I just stated on a daily basis of what this person was eating becomes their normal and they think that's good they think that you know having a can of pop with their lunch with whatever they decided to order that's around their place of work is good enough. And but then they're also frustrated that they're not seeing results when they're trying to, you know, work out, but you know there there has to be some little bit of sacrifice, you know? But really if you ask someone like, "Hey, why do you need to always drink pop for your lunch?" If you really ask that question to somebody, they won't really give you a good answer to a point where they couldn't even convince themselves because it's a habit. We fall into these routines and ruts with whatever's comfortable, whatever's easier, right? And you know, I I get interested in like seeing what people like buy when they go out to eat, and I'm not judging them. I'm just curious to see like what their thought process is to choose a certain food, right? And like, I remember I was at a store, a grocery store the other day, and um, I was at the self-checkout, and the one of the workers, like, I guess it was on their break or whatever, and she grabbed a couple things to eat, and when I looked over what she was scanning at the self-scan, it was like a liter of juice and a chocolate bar. I was like and it was like five o'clock when i was there and i was like okay so this is either your dinner or like a snack and you know you have this grocery store at your disposal and there there's even a section in this grocery store where they have pre-made meals that like where you can get your salads you can get salads with chicken and whatever other protein like it has all the stuff there to make the choice but the choice of this person was literally a liter of orange juice and a chocolate bar and again no judgment but I'm more curious about you know the moment you got those hunger cues you know I'm going on break what should I eat that's what you went to like I don't think you actually like had a thought in your head you're like oh i'm really craving orange juice and a chocolate bar like it's probably habitual like you probably get some sort of drink at your place of work and some sort of something sweet like a chocolate bar like that's this like the pattern that's the habit right and it could probably alternate between the day like maybe the next day was like a liter or just a can of pop and a donut or something you know what i mean like something like that Like I don't think you subconsciously like think that I want juice and I want a chocolate bar. Like that's not the, I don't think that's the case. So a lot of times we just fall into patterns and habits because it's easier. We're on autopilot. We don't even have to think about it. It's exactly like how you wake up in the morning, you brush your teeth or when you get in the car in the morning to drive to work, it's like automatic. You don't even think about, um, you know. You crossing an intersection, like, most of the time it's just you're on autopilot. You have no idea if you ran a red light. Like, you just go to and from work. You have no recolle- recollection of you driving. It's just like, oh, I'm at work now. Oh, I'm at home now, right? So if we can cut off that whole, like, autopilot um, mechanism in our brain, we can probably m- really make good good choices and that's going to influence a lot and i think a lot of times it's just like breaking the pattern breaking the cycle is the hardest part like at that point you don't even have to eat something healthy just like change what it is like if you change that whole like i'm going to have some sort of fruity drink or a pop and something sweet just change like fuck, even if it was like bacon just like eating bacon like it sounds so backwards but just breaking the cycle of like being on autopilot and like physically thinking that okay I'm gonna have bacon where can I get it in the store is it pre-made do I have to heat it up like those kind of things that's gonna break the cycle um, which is like a lot better than just falling into the same pattern because even with a nutrition coach a nutritionist naturopathic doctor whatever it is that you're choosing to go down to to um, improve your nutrition like it's going to be very difficult to break that cycle like it's built into our psychology just to fall into autopilot because it's easier for our brain to function Um, yeah I I always find it interesting seeing what people choose to eat and a lot of times it's, it's just an autopilot decision it's not like okay well what do I have available to me what would be a good way to make a complete meal? What protein options do I have? What vegetables options do I have? What drink options do I have? And how can I put it all together to make a, a sensible meal? We never think like that, that's too much work. You're going on break from work and you're like, fuck, Like, I only got 30 minutes, I have to go back to this bullshit, I gotta get something in quick, right? Like, That's what usually happens, so one thought. Because I kind of came off of what I was originally going to talk about today. Um, going back to that person that barely eats any vegetables or drinks any water is usually the same person um, that I've had in the past as a coach, where you know they have no skill set for making the right decisions on eating. They don't have the right skill set for. You know thinking outside the box how to create meals how to you know troubleshoot if you forgot your lunch or anything like that those are the same people that start worrying about stuff that is way beyond their like skill set so a lot of times um you know i've had this conversation before where Similar type of situation. This guy literally drank no water. He just drank coffee all day like that's all he did just coffee all the frickin time and I was trying to encourage like hey, you know Maybe let's focus on just getting like a cup of water first thing in the morning Like you know you go brush your teeth go chug some water down and then go off to your day And he's like, okay. Yeah, that's a good thing and then like the next day he was like, okay, so how many grams of sugar am I allowed to have? And I'm like, what What? what are you talking about? She's like, you know, I, I don't wanna like overdo it on sugar. And I'm like, okay. Um, so in my head, I'm like, you don't eat vegetables. You don't drink any water. You most of the time miss lunch and then you're starving at dinner and you just eat everything on sight. But you are more worried about your sugar consumption okay so it's like priorities like again this is another realization i've had in the past i don't know five years that people think they're way more advanced than they actually are when it comes to nutrition like you need to like lower your expectations you need to lower where you think you're at like no one's perfect no one's perfect i think the only times people are perfect with nutrition is like literally bodybuilders Prepping for a show, and they're like 12 weeks out. That's where shit is perfect. Because if you don't do it perfectly, you're gonna not be as lean as you want to be going on stage. So, a lot of times people need to really, really, you know, have a serious conversation with themselves and realize that most likely wherever they think they're at at nutrition they're way below it way below it because the people that are seeking help with nutrition are the ones that are struggling right like those are the people that have so much more room to grow with creating better eating habits choices and things like that so you know this person thinking that holy shit I need to like watch my sugar content it's true like if I got this person to actually track how many grams of sugar it would be way beyond what um, you know what the Canadian or US government or any place in the world recommends for grams per day like it would be like probably around 200 grams of sugar. And I think for a male per day, you're supposed to have like 43 grams. You know, like you drink one can of Pepsi and literally if you look at the um, nutritional facts on it, it's like 44 grams, so you're like done already. So if you ate a piece of fruit, you're fucked, (laughs) right? Or like, that's another one. Like I will literally have people with zero nutritional skills And they will ask me, like, okay, so how much fruit should I be eating? Because I don't want to, like, gain weight from eating fruit. Like, fuck, people need to understand you are not going to gain weight from eating fruit. Will you have spike in insulin levels? 100% because it's high in sugar. But to like, like, if you like look at the calories of say watermelon, right? Like you could probably eat an entire watermelon and probably be under 500 calories, no problem. And that's a lot of food to digest. Like the, think about the size of a fucking watermelon. Like you probably wouldn't be able to even finish it, right? And you'd be so freaking full from it, right? Like, think about fruit as kind of like vegetables. Like, it's going to be very, very difficult to overeat calories with vegetables or fruit. So again, people need to understand that fruit is not going to make you fat. It's overeating and not having balanced meals, looking at your stress levels, drinking enough water, and sleeping. Like, those are the things that you need to look at. Those are the big rocks. Like, focus on the big rocks first. So I'm gonna end it there, because I like to keep these like 15 minutes or less, um, because I could talk about this all day. But if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Um, Hit me up on Instagram and Facebook, add me. I post a lot of video and photo content. Give me a five-star review on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to my show. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Hit the show notes. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. And I'm going to continue giving you the best fitness health advice out there. That's it for me, you guys. Thanks for listening.